The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program. Now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to the broadcast. How in the world are you? Thanks for coming along for the ride today. Thank you. Uh, you know, I'm still uh, still sorry. I believe uh, this has not been reported yet. I personally believe, and this will be reported soon, that a solar flare from the sun has shot out and landed in North Texas. So it is the surface of the sun, and it also has given plague juices in the air. Uh, I want to thank everyone who has uh, you know, sent best wishes and thoughts and prayers to myself and my wife. Mostly my wife. She probably tell me something. Uh, but uh, we have. She is. Uh, she is on the mend. Barely. She was hurting big time this weekend. My plague. I was. I kept waiting for it to get better, and it, it's slowly getting better. We last week. Last week I was here, and I thought, man, I don't. I don't know. I just don't feel good. Oof. Summer plague. So anyway, thank you. Everyone's on the mend. We won't be on the mend anymore because they're just starting to. Uh, Remodel again the Blaze Radio studio that I'm broadcasting from in Dallas, Texas at the Mercury Studios. Putting in cameras because apparently someone had the bright idea that they wanted to watch the Doc Thompson radio show. (laughs) Whatever. And uh, they have put in new carpeting and they've painted and the glue and the paint is tremendous in here. I mean, there's nothing like a small room full of fresh glue and paint. And as a matter of fact, I'm starting to feel a lot better right now. So there might be something in the air. It's not real. Sure about that. So there are plenty of warnings going on. I want to start. Uh, I want to. I want to get some warnings out of the way so that for your safety uh, this weekend. If you're in Houston. Uh, there's a, a a monkey, a crazy monkey running around. Be careful. It's already wounded a 16-year-old girl uh, who is now under medication and under a doctor's care. And uh, people have been, uh, there's been sightings, been sightings of the elusive monkey. Uh, it's been uh, sitting on top of parked cars in neighborhoods, jumping up and down, screeching, and uh, does not look happy. So... I would say uh, there have been reports. People said, I wish it would cross my path. I'd take it. Would you? That monkey would kick your butt. So the Planet of the Apes have arrived uh, in Houston. Be careful if you're out uh, out and about. Every so often, monkeys escape. I mean, you get reports, and they're dangerous little things. They're mean little things. Mean little. And so just be careful. Approach with caution. My warning on monkeys in Houston and other areas around the country. The U.S. government on Friday, oh my gosh, that would be yesterday, 
said that it will bar Americans, and this is kind of sad news if you were if you're headed to the airport, I mean you might as well turn around uh, from traveling to North Korea. No Americans are going to be traveling to North Korea due to the risk of long-term detention. I mean, there's a risk here in this United States of America of long-term detention for some people. I'm not saying who, but uh, specifically here in uh, in uh, North Korea. So be careful. There's uh, you can't travel there. You can't. You're not going to be able to. Uh, you're not going to be able to sell your timeshare. It's over. All right. The whole North Korea thing. Take a break. Turn around. Try to get your money back. Try to go somewhere else. But don't try to go to Mexico. Holy cow. This is in the warning stack as well. Um, Resorts in Mexico are suspected of uh, selling tainted alcohol. There's been reports of robbery, sexual assault, extortion. Uh, a couple of years ago, a report from Mexico's Tax Administration Service, and boy, I bet you there are some fine individuals that work for the Mexican Tax Administration Service, found that 43% of all the alcohol consumed in the nation's uh, is illegal, uh, produced uh, unregulated, and uh, uh, potentially uh, dangerous concoctions. And that's coming from Mexico themselves. It's like, hey, you know, yeah, they're, they're making it uh, bad. Eh, you know, oh well. They're just selling it at the resorts. That's all. And uh, that started because uh, people have been uh, complaining, and now there was a young man who uh, drowned uh, at one of the uh, one of the resorts. And uh, he was just, uh, he had only been there for a short period of time. And uh, so if you're headed to Mexico, uh, any of the big, uh, you know, the Arbiro Star Hotel and Resorts, the Mauricio Del Mar down in Cancun, take it easy. Be careful. Watch what you drink. Okay? Also, 47 people in 12 states have become infected with salmonella. Oh, no. And you ask yourself, how do you get this salmonella? 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 How do you get that disease? That sickness? Don't eat uh, Maradol papayas. I know I'm safe. Twelve people have been hospitalized. One death reported. Be dangerous. Uh, they, uh, they they're still trying to figure out uh, where the contamination occurred in the supply chain. <laughs> I would say that maybe we look. I don't know. Did a bunch of people get sick from one area? It might be that area. Apparently, that's the case. Uh, they're looking into an area where several people uh, bought papayas at the same store. Eh, thank you. Now, remember, an estimated 1.2 million cases of salmonella infection occur in the U.S. annually. That's pretty That's pretty amazing. 450 deaths, according to the CDC. Wow. Well, that's a lot of people dying from salmonella. Symptoms? Symptoms begin 12 to 72 hours after a person is infected and include diarrhea, fever, abdominal cramping. I mean, maybe I did have a papaya. This can last about four to seven days, and most individuals recover without treatment. However, you know the story. If you're young or old, final outcome could be death. 
Now, this story is headlined as a good news story. However, when you read a little bit deeper, it uh, it is not. Um, for the first time in the global AIDS epidemic, spanned 40 years and killed 35 million people, more than half of all those infected with HIV are on drugs to treat the virus. All right. The United Nations just uh, released a report. They're having a big little get-together in Paris this weekend as we speak for the, uh, the big AIDS meeting in Paris. They all get together and figure out how they can milk the rest of the nations for more money. Oh, wait. Is that what they're trying to do? Yes. Including Sophie Harmon, senior lecturer in the global health politics at Queen Mary University in London. Oh, when you think about the money that's been spent on AIDS, it could have been better. Really? She said more resources might have gone to strengthening health systems in poor countries. I thought that's where the money was going, Sophie. Perhaps you're just crying for a little bit more money, especially since the Trump administration has already proposed an over 30% cut in contributions to the U.N. (laughs) So keep crying for some more money. But the bad news out of this, that's kind of good news, right? People are getting better. They're getting healed. You've got HIV. You've got AIDS. You're on the medicine. You have it available to you. 19.5 million people with HIV were taking the drugs compared to 17 million uh, last year. Hmm. But 36.7 million people up more than a million uh, have HIV. So, are we doing any good at all? Any good at all? I don't think so. And another warning, if you're traveling to the UK, and this could hold true here in the United States of America as well, which is kind of something we've talked about on this network uh, several times. Uh, And I know you're going to say, you have? Yes, you have. If you listen to this network, you know that we have talked about how bad ice machines are around the country. Uh, it's a, ice machines are a, a dangerous, a dangerous area to attempt. I'm not talking about, I'm not necessarily talking about the ice machines where you slap, you know, you at the, at the fountain and you put your cup under and the ice drops down. Although that could be an issue as well. Um, the ice had several United Kingdom fast food restaurants, uh, tested positive, for fecal matter. Now, look, even though the levels of bacteria, what should they be? What do you think they should be? I mean, right. They should be zero. No question. But, look, after the results, uh, KFC uh, shut down the ice machines. They shut them down. KFC said, nope, uh, we're, we're shutting them down. Uh, we want to uh, want to make sure our employees are adhering to our strict procedures. Do you? The other uh, Burger King and McDonald's. Hey, yeah, look, uh, we're waiting for independent uh, testing. There's no need. Don't don't worry about cleaning those ice machines right now. We don't believe that that's got uh, fecal matter in it. And look, we want to make sure all our employees understand the correct procedures and standards of their training. And we want to cooperate with the industry, but you know, we want to make sure that they're correct. So just. Uh, I don't know what to tell you about the ice machines. So when, it, when you think about the ice machines, you think about the ones 
like we have in this building that I will never use again, that uh, and it, you, it opens up and there's the tub of ice, right? Now, that looks clean. Looks fine. I know people clean it once in a while. I know it gets emptied. I know they clean it. But And I know that you're supposed to use the scoop, but does everybody use the scoop to take the ice out? No. You think to yourself, I just reach in and grab a little quick handful. Oh, did you wash your hands good when you left the bathroom? That's how contamination happens. So just be careful. I don't know what to tell you. Most of the time, you know, what's a little fecal matter between friends? This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show. That it is on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate. You can follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA, Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram at JeffyMRA. So there, as I mentioned uh, a few moments ago at the top of the show, um, they're remodeling the studios here, and they've been—it's a you know—it's been a continuous process for a while. But they just put in new carpeting and paint, and the fumes in this room are amazing right now. And the glass doors are completely closed. There's no airflow going on. So, I mean, I am just like being bombarded with carpet glue and paint. And I'm reminded of a time I was, I was working at a, a grocery store and it was being remodeled. And so they had everything, you know, all the shelves were empty and they had new tile brought in and they started running these. They brought in like seven or eight it might even have been more of these propane floor waxers and buffers. And they were, you know, going over the entire store with them. And I was in the back room working in the storeroom, you know, rearranging stuff. And we had to pull all the stuff off the shelves and we were busy going to restock everything and make everything, you know, shiny and new. And I'm back there. And as I'm, I'm grad, I'm, I'm working. I'm like, oh, I, feel, oh, I can't even, what's that going on? Oh, I was tired. I started, started stacking stuff and I was Oh my gosh, I, I gotta get out of here. And I, and I walked outside. There, the, all the employees, except for the guys running the stupid waxing machines, are outside because of the propane in the building. Oh, we forgot you were in there. Did ya? Did ya? Okay, Fisher's uh, still in the stocker. Let's see if he can make it out. If he doesn't come out in an hour, we'll send somebody in to make sure he's still alive. Or not. But uh, that's where I'm at right now in the uh, Blaze Radio studio, so we might have to air this bad boy out. All right, so yesterday, as we're uh, getting off the air on the uh, Glenn Beck radio program, we get the news that uh, Donald Trump has uh, picked a uh, new press secretary. Uh communications director, whatever you want to call it. And he just did it. That's, you know, that's what we got. That's what we got President Trump in office for. He would just take the bull by the horns and do things. doesn't matter that Sean does more than go in front of the camera. What? That's all he does is just go in front of the camera. He, 
but he does a lot of other stuff behind the scenes, scheduling everything. Well, he'll still do it. Uh, Sean said no. Uh, Spicer resigned. He said, uh, Sean said, uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, thank you. Have a good day. Take care. Now, now our president has tweeted what a nice guy he was, and I'm sure he'll be fine. And there was some great footage of uh, of Spicer's house yesterday with the live feed. People were all wound up at the live feed of Spicer's <laughs> the live feed of Spicer's house. Oh man, there was some, people were really really upset over the live feed of Spicer's own little White House. He's a, a family man. He's got children. No Spicer fan, but really outside his home. <laughs> so it was really fun to be able to watch uh, a little bit of uh, Sean's uh, live feed from his house. But the new uh, the new director, uh, Scaramucci, uh, Anthony Scaramucci, uh, the uh, made-for-TV man, uh, and a uh, Donald Trump uh, person from the get-go. And there's a montage of his first little press conference. And if you want to know why Donald Trump gave him the job. I predict that the president will get a win in health care. That's my honest prediction, just because I've seen him in operation over the last 20 plus years. Uh, the president has really good karma. Okay. And the world turns back to him. Uh, he's genuinely a, a wonderful human being, and I think as the members of Congress get to know him better and get comfortable with him, uh, they're going to let him lead them to the right things for the American people. So I think we're going to get the health care done. I also think we're going to get tax reform done. The cameras are back. Will you commit now to holding regular on-camera briefings, sir? If she supplies hair and makeup, I will consider it. Okay, but I need, I need a lot of hair and makeup, John, okay? But I don't know. Maybe. Well, I, you know, I think Not at all. This is the press secretary. I, I'm up here today only because I think it was the first day we made a mutual decision that would make sense for me to come up here and try to answer as many questions as possible. Um, but we, and the answer is we may. I have to talk to the president about it. I like consulting with the president before I make, make decisions like that. I don't see this guy as a guy that's ever under siege. This is a very, very competitive really? person. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of incoming that comes into the White House. But the president's a winner. Okay, and what we're going to do is we're going to do a lot of winning. President Trump I don't know about you. I'll talk to him. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, you listen. I mean, the president's phenomenal with the press. Okay, and he's he's a he's a great communicator. He won this election. I used to know the math a lot better when I was in the campaign and during the transition. Yeah. But I think we spent like I don't know sixty percent of the money, and we had one third the personnel. We've won the presidency because of Donald J. Trump. He is a unbelievable politician. And so, he's, of course, he's going to, at some point, we'll make sure that that happens. But I, I don't know what point politician. that's going to be because I have to talk to him. But I thought he wasn't a politician. That's why we, so we voted for him. Now, uh, President Trump has uh, tweeted uh, yesterday, uh, Sean Spicer is a wonderful person who took tremendous abuse from the fake news media. And apparently you, too. Uh, but his future is bright. Uh, and uh, he also uh, tweeted uh, this morning, uh, in all fairness uh, to Anthony Scaramucci, he wanted to endorse me first before the Republican primary started. But hey, I didn't think I was running. So there's that going for you. Congratulations, Anthony. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
The Jeff Fisher Show is on. 888-900-3393. I, seriously, I believe I am uh, as high as I've been in quite some time. I don't know if it's cold medication. I don't know if it's the glue. I don't know if it's the paint. But if it's the glue in this room, if you need to find me for the next couple days, I'll be in here. Because, woof. I'm just kind of wandering around. Oh, there's a show? Yeah, just close that. Don't let the air out. Don't. I didn't. I came back in and I didn't air. Thank you. I don't want air flow through here. I want that glue to be stuck in here. Oof. So, what shall we talk about today? Shall we? I mean, we can talk about a thousand things. Every, you know, every Friday, I think to myself, oh, tomorrow's the show. What are we going to talk about? You know, there's so many things that everybody's already talked about. And I try to make the Saturday show. Not cover, you got to cover some of the stuff, but I don't have to cover the same stuff that everybody is, is always covered over and over again all week long. And I sit down, and then I've got, you know, eight hours of material of just stuff that's weird, that's good, there's good, bad, and the ugly forever. But then there's stuff that you have to talk about, right? I mean, for those of you that were two when the oj simpson trial was going on and there's there's many of you i know believe me i asked my kids hey you know who oj is who now i uh, i didn't ask them because i didn't want them to answer that way so i have to tell them i'm going to give them the complete story and then i'm going to ask them who's oj so they'll, they'll actually know but the country was you know a completely different country at the time of the the original OJ trial where he was found innocent, found not guilty. Everyone seems to forget that. Yeah, I heard about the civil trial. Yeah, 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 so what? The little thing, a little civil trial. I mean, I want to believe that OJ didn't do it. I really do. Um. You know, growing up, O.J. was, he was the juice. O.J. Simpson, Orenthal James Simpson, he was the man. It was a different world. And that's why the press is so infatuated with it today. Right? He got in trouble. He went to, had to go back in prison. He rolled the dice. Uh, they, they apparently tried to make a deal with him this last time and said, look, uh, you know, plea bargain. You do a couple of years, maybe a year and a half, two years, maybe three tops, you'll get out. And O.J. was like, No. Uh, no. And so that's what you get. You roll the dice. And, you know, nine years later, um, there was all kinds of reports on how bad he was looking. I mean, he came out for the pro board. He looked good. You can still, I mean, you, obviously he's got, you know, he's beat up from the NFL, uh, beat up from, you know, 70 years of life and, uh, you know, slow walking on those knees like the rest of us. But he looks great. He looks great. And he got his, and they paroled him, as expected. There are a couple of things, though, that were surprising in the coverage of the O.J. Simpson parole case. Uh, he got, he had, you know, his daughter spoke and his, and his kids, and, you know, his kids are living in Florida now. 
His son, I believe, is selling uh, real estate in Tampa Bay area. His daughter, I think, is living down in uh, you know Miami, Fort Lauderdale neck of the woods, where OJ, I believe, was living at the time when he got in trouble in Vegas. But it was it was definitely a different. I mean, it was OJ Simpson. This guy it was part of the. That's why, and that's another reason why it was so big is that he was kind of part of the media. You know, he was doing football games. He was the face. He was this face of. Of OJ, he was the face of the NFL and, and this this guy that was up on a pedestal. Now behind the scenes, we find out that he wasn't that wasn't that good of a guy. Uh, There's uh, you know a little rage issues come along with being OJ. Yeah, I'm sure there's some people that think maybe the rage went too far, uh, like Nicole Brown Simpson or whatever. Those two people. Uh, but he uh, he said a couple of things in front of the parole board that I found strange. And I thought, maybe he just misspoke, you know. But let's give a listen to, to the one thing he talked about was uh, uh, conflict-free. I've always thought I was, I've been pretty good with people, and uh, I've basically have spent a conflict-free life. Right? Right? Um, Juice, I love you, but, dude, <laughs> dude, that, I'm not sure what the whole, maybe we need to rethink what conflict means, because, uh, uh, that he uh, he went on. I'm no danger to pull a gun on anybody. <laughs> you know, I never have in my life. I've never been accused of it in my life. Uh, nobody's ever accused me of pulling any weapon on them. Uh, well, that's not really true, is it, OJ? <laughs> now, the case that he's specifically talking about in Vegas, he did not. He got the weapons charged and everything, but I don't think it was. If I remember right, it wasn't him that had the weapon, right? He was the one that was in charge, telling them all, "All these people with me have weapons. Don't move." But I don't have a weapon. And when you break into, uh, let's say you break into a hotel room, and you're looking to take things, is that a conflict-free life? Because he said, I've basically have spent a conflict-free life. Right? Right. And then, uh, I mean, there was that whole murder trial we watched on TV endlessly in the 90s. I mean, we all, look, and I say we all. I know that, I know that many of you, if you were alive, were way too young. It was your parents or your older siblings that were infatuated with the OJ case. But those of us that were alive, like my grandfather who told me all about it, because I was I was way too young to remember. Uh, we all we were all doing the same thing. All the radio stations, all the radio stations were at the time there was a a thing about ice cream melting and how long it takes to I, I should have I, I wasn't going to talk about OJ because I know you look. You're inundated with OJ this past week. And ever since they were going to go up in front of the parole board, the world's been on fire because he was one, you know, he's one of the press and they all loved him. And the people who are older 
uh, were are still infatuated with them. Uh, the young, the younger people who were two and three at the time in the nineties, or maybe five, are like, so, so yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. So, so I mean, at the time he was great. Over two thousand yards rushing, fourteen games. O.J. Simpson and the Buffalo Bills broke him down. Man, they rode him like a workhorse, but he did it. And he, I mean, he rose above, rose above it all. But then when uh, his uh, Nicole uh, Brown Simpson, and, uh, you know, they were, they were, when they were tragically, uh, tragically killed. And he was uh, put on trial for tragically killing them. Wasn't there weapons used? Wasn't there weapons used? Because he said, he said that no one ever accused him of. I'm no danger to pull a gun on anybody. <laughs> you know, I never have in my life. I've never been accused of it in my life. Uh, nobody's ever accused me of pulling any weapon on them. See. I'm trying to remember, was there some sort of weapon used? Some sort of weapon used with that crew. Some kind of some kind of weapon. I don't remember what it was. Anyway, congratulations, OJ. Uh, you know, you're out on parole. You got the NFL pension. You're living large. There's conflicting results on how much money he's going to get. Uh, some reports are talking about twenty five thousand a month. I think it broke down. ESPN broke it down to about ten grand a month, ten or twelve thousand dollars a month from the NFL that nobody could touch because that's part of the uh, agreement with the union and the pension plan with the NFL. Uh, because all the money that he makes is supposed to go to the Goldmans, right? I mean, they get all that money, millions of dollars, and everything, and that was part of the deal with the robbery in Vegas. Is that he was taking their stuff because? Uh, he was making all his money on the side, and uh, he was trying to make some cash uh, on the side, and he was taking his his property back. So, uh, I mean, it was at the time when the O.J. Simpson case broke, it was the deal. I mean, the world stopped for that stupid white Bronco. And I don't know that there's, you know, 9-11, right? The world, I mean, the world stopped and, and it was horrific. Um, but it was kind of a different kind of stop. Uh, you know, we were under attack and it, was, it wasn't stopping for a, just a particular story. Uh, I mean, it just felt like, and I, I don't know that there is something that, would make us do that again. I mean, with all of us just stopping and and looking at watching, watching a stupid white Bronco drive down the highway in California, agonizing and dumb. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher. 
Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. So I found a story that I now we now know is just fake news. When you read see this story, it's it it's now become uh, a story that if you're a writer working for a small newspaper around the country and you've got a deadline and you don't have a story to do, you just do this story. It's just fake news all around. I mean, in fact, I believe uh, Linda Hopkins uh, said it best. I heard it on the news. And I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it. Right? So I see this story, the headline, uh, making the rounds last night. And I'm thinking, no way. Okay. Lexington, South Carolina, man horrified after booking a prostitute and his own wife arrived. Uh, This is in Lexington, South Carolina. Now, if you remember correctly, what started some of this, uh, me going back to finding Linda. I heard it on the news. And I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it. Was a story out of Katy, Texas. uh, Not too long ago who ordered a prostitute, discovers that she's his own wife. I'm telling you, it's all fake. There's no such thing going on. Maybe in the past, there was one guy who called up a hooker, I'm sorry, a prostitute, and uh, it was his wife who showed up. Maybe. I mean, even the old Miss coach calls, calls a, an escort service in Tampa. Something more to that story, too. That guy resigned quick. Hugh Freeze from Ole Miss. But that's a real story. These two stories, I'm telling you, whenever you see this headline, and it'll, it rolls around every three or four months because some guy's on a deadline. Might even be the same writer. He's just po- reposting the same stupid story. Faces a deadline. I've got to do a story for the site. I've got to do a story for the site. Oh, I know. Pick a city. Katy, Texas. Nobody really knows Katy, Texas, but it is a real city because it's just outside of Houston, and it's a lot of people that has a, uh, you know, they've got uh, they've got some little bit of wealth there. We'll do the story. Uh, Texas man uh, ordered a prostitute, discovers that it's his own wife. Yeah, we'll do that. Nobody wants to report it. A uh, few weeks later, oh, I got a deadline. I got a deadline. I got to get the story for the website. Oh, I know. A man horrified after booking a prostitute, and it's his own wife. Where can we do it? We did Katy, Texas last time. Oh, I know Lexington, South Carolina. Just go around the country. So it's not real. It's not real at all. So when you hear Linda Hopkins tell you. I heard it on the news. And I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it. She is so right. Because you just hear it on the news. You read it on the news. And you just know it's ridiculous, man. That's it. All right, so we've got uh, I've got Brian Lilly uh, coming up uh, next hour to talk a little bit about uh, some a couple of stories up in Canada uh, that uh, prove uh, beyond a shadow of a doubt that uh, the United States is not the only country in the world struggling with smart issues. Uh, some very dumb things going on in the country of Canada. As a matter of fact, we do we report dumb things going on all over the world, but we're going to specifically target. Our friends to the north, or at least, you know, some of our friends to the north, Canada. What was that, Linda? I heard it on the news. 
And I said it was ridiculous, man. That's this it. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.